I was born into a secret. But before I even knew this, before it became my secret to hold, it belonged to my parents. And before that, the sole owner of the secret was my mother. Allow me to explain. My parents' story, so far as it concerns me, began in 1989 at the Charing Cross Hotel in central London. They worked catering to the whims of tourists, moments from the city attractions like Trafalgar Square and the National Gallery. He was 28 and a chef out back in the kitchen. She was 27 and on the front desk at reception. Both were the last of their siblings to meet someone and settle down. He one of three, she one of eight. Although they were from very different rural backgrounds, they were the only ones in their families to settle so far away from home. My dad's parents saw he was smart and so thought sending him to a boarding school at the age of 10 was the best thing. And soon after, the family relocated to Shropshire, a soporific county of green sandwiched between the city of Birmingham and the Welsh Hills. He hated boarding school, returned home to his family every holiday until he was 18, but found himself keen to leave again as soon as school was done. He went to Wolverhampton Polytechnic after flunking his exams and learned to love the burgeoning punk music scene, teaching himself bass guitar, joining a band or two, and making friends who would later attend his wedding. He studied economics at the Poly, and despite never attending lectures, scraped by with passing grades, and had an entry-level traineeship at an accountancy firm lined up for him upon graduation. When they called to check if he still wanted the position, it was his father who confirmed that yes, of course, he'd be there to start on Monday. But my dad found the whole number-crunching thing mind-numbingly boring at university and turned the opportunity down, much to his father's disapproval. He retrained as a chef, like his mother, and revelling in the fact that he could go back to student life for a couple more years, he moved to London. My mum grew up in West Island, the second youngest of a very Catholic, very strict household, where weekly mass attendance was a precondition for youth club admittance on a Saturday night, and many school lessons were taught in Irish. Her parents were hard workers, but not well off. They farmed cattle and raised their own pigs and chickens in muddy green fields surrounding the house, fetching turf from the wet raised boglands nearby for the constantly roaring hearth in the main room of the house. They never went without, but there was little time for frivolities like bedtime reading, playing board games or learning to swim, despite the drama of the Atlantic waves crashing onto the rocks just minutes away. Maths, schoolwork and chores were the all-consuming bedrock principles to an Irish childhood, with the occasional display of affection and rumination on feelings. As soon as you could, it was expected that you would move away to make something of yourself in Limerick or Dublin or London. She started in the former and ended up in the latter by 1988, skipping a stint in her country's capital, unlike her two elder sisters who settled there. At the Charing Cross Hotel, my mum and dad were acquaintances at first, then friends, and then they started dating. She lived in at the hotel but would often stay over at his apartment in Notting Hill. It was small and cramped with a shared bathroom and kitchen, and the man who lived on the top floor often rambled to himself, which was scary when my dad wasn't there with her. When they got married in 1990, it was in her local parish of Curra Clare in County Clare. Dad had thrown himself into the Irish culture. He loved the music, the people, the banter, and the rebellious nature of it all, and she loved that he loved it. Over a hundred people attended their wedding. Her father, Dada, as he was known, gave them a thousand pounds, an awful lot of money back then, 
towards it all, which they used to pay for the hotel reception. They cut a three-tier fruitcake from a bakery in Ennis, the nearest town, which was 25 miles away, and danced to I've Had the Time of My Life for their first song. <laughs> 